What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Delay Game. We'll be going over the NBA Finals. We're going to be going over briefly Game 3 and 4 and talk a little bit about Game 5 and any further predictions for Game 6. And we're going to talk about it because we're almost at the end of this thing. I definitely picked the Warriors, so you know I'm in a good mood after seeing what's been transpiring. So let's not hold it without any further ado. Let's get right into it. Game 3. Game three, we saw the Celtics come out ready to win at home. And they had a complete game. I don't think there's many games where we could say we had Tatum, Brown, and Smart all in the mid-20s. 26, 27, and 24. Steph Curry had a statistically a good game. But it wasn't enough for Boston. And I personally said that Boston was going to come out game three. The first game, their finals game at home, and was going to win it. And then we see the Warriors rebound like any veteran team would in game four and avoid the 3-1 deficit. They said they wasn't going down. And Steph Curry came out with 43-10. and 10 And basically, for the most part, put them on their back to win that game. So, you know, with 2-2, I think this was an opportunity if Boston needed to win game five. I thought it was going to be extremely difficult for them. Like I said, I picked the Warriors in six. So I wholeheartedly thought that the Warriors were going to win this game. But as an objective person watching, I knew it was a must-win game by Boston. And to be honest, the Warriors haven't been looking the hottest. Even the games they win, I mean, game four was fully a Steph Curry game. There was some contribution from Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson. But... It was Curry's game. And I think that we can always also point out that Boston played good, but they weren't spectacular in game four. And for them being at home, having the opportunity to seize the, the series and go up 3-1 three, three, and they didn't do it. But okay. So we're at 2-2 two, two and we get to witness game five. And boy, did we. The big thing that they're going to talk about with Game 5 is that Steph Curry was 0 for 9 from the 3. And I will give him credit that he did not settle. But he, he tried to find ways to be impactful. He got his points. He contributed in assists. But the star is Andrew Wiggins. And anybody who watched Game 5 will tell you, Andrew Wiggins, hands down, is the reason they won that game. Steph Curry was cool. Andrew Wiggins dominated that game in a way that um, I would say I didn't see coming. 26 and 13. And he made buckets at a key time. I think that was a game Boston could have won. Now, granted, the Warriors definitely were in the lead for most of the game. But if you have a game, after seeing the previous ones where Steph Curry's been playing pretty well, but you have a game like this in which Steph is playing okay to bad, somewhere beyond in between that. Bad in the sense that he didn't have a shooting stroke going. This wasn't. This wasn't a 40-point game coming. 
you have to, you have to. Somebody, got, somebody has to do something. I mean, Jason Tatum wasn't bad with twenty-seven and ten. You have to find a way to put that game away. I mean, Jalen Brown could give you a little more with eighteen, but it, you, you have to find a way. To, a game like that does not come around frequently, in which Steph Curry is just wanting to play bad. And I think they missed the opportunity because. I think it's over. I picked the Warriors in six. And I don't. I would be surprised if the Warriors let this go to a game seven. I think game six, Clay versus Boston home court. I'm. I'm not. I wouldn't mind it going to seven, but I said Warriors in six, so I can't switch off of it. I'm going to stick with it. I don't want to see game six, Clay. And the reason I'm going to say that. You know, game five was cool. And as we look towards, you know, the future games, I want to point something. Clay Thompson has been getting it together slowly but surely. He has not been getting credit. Because we've seen Clay Thompson have some pretty bad games. But game three, he had 25. Game four, he had 18. Game five, he came back. I believe he had 21. And you say, well, wow. It's not a big deal. It's a good enough deal. Because we got to remember, Clay has not played basketball. Or somewhere around two to three seasons. And missed some of this one. Came back. Still trying to get his legs under him. Trying to get back to his game. He's getting back to a level of consistency. I personally think the team feeds off of Clay. Specifically Steph. I think the team can feed off of Steph. And I think Steph can feed off the other players. But I think with the continuity between Clay, Steph, and Draymond. When Clay is going... We see a different step. I think there's a level of comfort. There's a a level of just enjoyment he gets from, from the game when his, you know, the guys he came in with are doing very well. I also made a comment about how I felt like Andrew Wiggins was the unsung hero of this Warriors team. If you go find a few episodes back, I said this. And I don't know, you know, I think basketball People to watch the game might would have said that. But there are some that would be like, of course not. Steph Curry and, and, and Jordan Poole and all those. Andrew Wiggins is the unsung hero. Game three, he had 18 and 7, which is not, which, which to me is a pretty good game, given his position on the team. Then comes back with 17 and 16. A quiet 17 and 16. Because Steph Curry had 43 and 10 that game. Now, sure, he didn't drop 30. 17 and 16 is an impactful stat to me. And you impacted the game in multiple ways, given that he is not a primary option on that team. He he is getting some touches and he is being more aggressive. But let's be honest. It's Curry. There's Thompson. It's Jordan Poole. I would say Draymond Green, but he has a tendency of having some of the worst stats I've seen on his stat sheet. So let's say at best, Andrew Wiggins is fourth. I think realistically, he he's the second best player on the team. I understand what people thought of Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins, to me, at least right now, maybe this will change with Clay getting his 
footing back under him or Jordan Poole continuing to emerge in the next few years, Andrew Wiggins is the second best player on the team. He is a vital piece to that team. And I think he does not get enough credit. Now, am I saying he should be finals MVP? No. We all know it's a foregone conclusion. It is going to Steph Curry. Many people will say Steph Curry is old one. And barring anything crazy, Steph is getting it. And I mean crazy in the sense Andrew Wiggins will probably have to have a 40-point game. And then they go to game seven, he'll do another one. It would have to be something ridiculous for Steph not to get it. That's a foregone conclusion. He is going to be a finals MVP. But Andrew Wiggins, I think, got a bad rap when he went from when he was going to Cleveland, got traded to Temple. He got a bad rap. I think they just tried to call him a bust. They they talk about his motor. That's you know, maybe he took some time to develop as a pro. The point is, he has found his place and he's playing very well. With that being said, I think the Warriors team is clicking. I won't say Steph is clicking because he's he has his moments and who knows what you'll get. I think he'll have a good game six, but I don't think he'll be the reason they win. I think the Warriors team is clicking at the right time, and I don't know about the Celtics. I think the Celtics on paper, and I was having this discussion earlier, I think the Celtics on paper are one of the best teams in the league. I just think with their execution, they are not one of the best teams in the league. They just aren't to me. It's something about them as a unit as deep as they are, as talented as they are, I do not think they are. So with that being said, I don't think they'll win this series, and I even have my reservations about next year because of the teams in the Eastern Conference, if healthy, and if they do improve at all. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Boston's just going to make it to the finals again. My opinion is that the Warriors, on the other hand, have just stumbled upon another championship window. Now, some might disagree with this point, but give me a second. I think that they finally have their core three back together. So that's number one. I think that their core three, they they released a stat about how they're undefeated when they're healthy together in the playoffs. It's a fair stat. Something about those three players works. And I had the conversation earlier with a brother of mine who told me, hey, Clay Thompson's lost. They need to trade him. Basketball-wise, you might have a point that he's not the same Clay. But there is something about him in that three that you can't you can't break up. And it might not be the best basketball decision, but in my opinion, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry, if they are willing to stay there, are untouchable. You cannot break up those three. I think there's a level of unity and camaraderie and just chemistry that they have, that they feed off each other, and their energy impacts the whole rest of the team. You cannot break up the three. Especially you win this year, you cannot break up the three that you have. So you got your core three. 
you got the three that has been present in all your championship runs. Or should I say have won all your championships? There has been injuries, but for the most part, these three have been a part of all their championship teams. You can't break those three up. The thing that is interesting is the talent that they have after those three. Andrew Wiggins is still under 30. I believe he's somewhere around 27 or 28. I think Jordan Poole is still under 30. I think Gary Payton is still under 30. And they have some emerging talent that, you know, Otto Porter, I, I don't think is over the age of 30. I could be mistaken. They have, they have some talent. He's 29 years old. The point I'm making is right under your main three. There was a stretch we were calling Jordan Bull. They were calling them Super Smash Brothers because they threw them in with Stephen Clay. We got Jordan Bull emerging. Gary Payton's a solid player. They got Kevon Looney, who I think is good. The point I'm making is they have... They almost have an emergence of second set of stars. The point that I'm making is young as they are, as the core three get a little older, their responsibilities will not be the same. Draymond Green is not known as a scorer now. He's mostly the man that runs the offense. He does get you some assists and rebounds. He brings you the energy, the swag, the attitude, the defense. I think he'll be able to play his role for a while until he's done, until he chooses not to. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry at their age, worst case scenario, as time continues in this this championship window, they're going to get older. They may not be the same players, but the beauty of having young talent is they don't have to. They can fully transition to being great shooters like Ray Allen did. Ray Allen on the Miami Heat was crazy. Ray Allen on the Boston Celtics teams as a shooter was dangerous. If you got Steph Curry and Clay just shooting, the older they get, that's a problem. You'll have Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole as as the leaders or the stars as they mature. So even if Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins take on more responsibility in the team, you still have Draymond running the offense. And you have Stephen Clay shooting the lights out. You still have Otto Porter if you can keep him. You still got Gary Payton. You might have Kaminga that emerges. And you still have picks. So even if you make the argument Steph can't be Steph, you might not need him to be this Steph if Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins continues to emerge before they turn 30. So I pose that the Warriors at least have created another three to four year window where they can get at least one more championship and at least make it to two more. And the reason I say that also is because I don't believe in the Western Conference that much. I think that the Grizzlies should strike fear into any team in the league. I think that the Dallas Mavericks are on the cusp of getting there. But I don't, do not think the Warriors should be afraid of them. The Lakers are, are the Lakers. 
The Clippers play hard, but they they they're not a team I would be worried about if I was the Warriors. There are very few teams in the currently constructed NBA the Warriors should look at in the Western Conference and say, hey, we might not make another finals. Who knows what the Phoenix Suns will be? Who knows if DeAndre Ayton leaves, gets signed, if Chris Ball stays? We don't know. What I do know is the Warriors still have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green. And then they have a whole crop of younger talent underneath them, and they still can add and work through the draft. So in my opinion, the Warriors have found a way, barring injury, to extend their championship window. If we really think about last decade and what the Warriors have done in their championship run, they went to, what, six or seven finals in the last decade? And now we're in 2022 and they're all healthy. And once again, we're looking at them saying, hey, this this, this might be another Warriors era where they might can win to. I'm just saying, I, I think the Warriors have a shot and they have created or extended their championship window. Time will tell if they win this one. I believe it's a foregone conclusion. I said the Warriors in six. We'll see what happens. But I know game six will definitely be interesting. Will we see the Boston Celtics pull out a similar game three effort to win? Or will we see a game six clay? Will we see playoff clay show up and drop 35 or 40? You know, will we see a Splash Brothers appearance where they get 85 combined or something crazy? What will we witness in game six? Tell me what you think. Do you, do you think it'll be a game seven? Do you think the Warriors will close it out? What will happen? And what do you think about the Warriors' championship window? Do you think this is the beginning of a new era? Or do you think this was just a one-time occurrence? That we're not going to even see the Warriors compete for a title again? What do you think? Let me know in the comments. And thank you for listening. Until next time, I hope that you're blessed. And enjoy game six when it happens. Have a good day.